0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innalhamdalillahi Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiru Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihi allahu falamudillalah ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبد الله ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين اللهم اجمعنا به في جنات الفردوس يا أرحم الراحمين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وَمَنْ يُطْعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا أَمَّا بَعْدٍ Always, we begin with the praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we send our prayers of peace upon our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We testify with firmness and conviction that none is worthy of worship but Allah. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his worshipping slave and final messenger. I continue to remind myself and you to maintain the taqwa, the fear, the love, and the hope we have for Allah. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends his rahma and hidayah upon all of those who are assembled with us and those whom we love who are not present. I pray that Allah sends His light into our hearts and our homes, sends His angels of protection to walk amongst us, and makes us from those who are seekers of the love of the Prophet ﷺ by establishing His way of life, His modality, His Sunnah in all matters, especially when difficult, Allahumma Amin. The armor of love, the protection of marriage. The necessity of self-preservation and self-defense is established in the mandate of the Qur'an in calling us to attachment to our families. Of the final words of advice to the ummah, the Prophet ﷺ is quoted often in his final days, weeks, and months. In fact, on his farewell sermon, he says, Istau Su binisa Treat your women well. Bring your families together. And the Prophet وسلم, is one whose life mission as a messenger is brought together by the embrace he received at the beginning of Risala from his loving wife Khadija radiallahu anha, where he returned with the wahyu of iqra, bismi ladhi khalaq, into her embracing arms, zammiluni, zammiluni, cover me, shroud me, contain me in your warmth, O Khadija radiallahu anha wa ardaha. To the final moments of the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As he laid in the Hujra of Aisha, his wife, with his, les- his head resting upon her neck and chest. That in that final moment, in that final embrace from Khadija radiallahu anha to the final embrace of Aisha radiallahu anha, you see the totality of the messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِبَاسُ التَّقْوَى ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ The garments of piety, the clothing, the armor of containment, that is where you will find your nearness and richness and righteousness in your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But I want you to take that word, libas. The intimacy of libas, garments, it's not just in the Arabic language, it doesn't just mean what you wear externally as a protection from the sun or the heat or the cold. It's not just a mark of purity, it's not just a mark of beautification, it's not just something that is intimate, that is nearest to your skin in a way that no one else approaches. It's not just that the clothing you wear marks you from a distance, whether you are regal, important or not. It's not just that what you wear must be tailored and fitting and appropriate in color, shape, size, texture. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses that same word by saying, Hunna libasun lakum, wa antum libasun they your wives are those beautifying garments armored garments libasul harb dignified garments resembling garments and you must be the same in equity to them my discussion with you today my dear brothers and sisters is a necessary discussion the trauma that is initially inflicted upon mankind by the shaytan in his greatest hope is to separate between husbands and wives. In the hadith of an Imam Muslim that I abbreviate for you in English, the shaytan brings closest to him one of his unseen demonic forces who he raises up and says, sit next to me. You are the one who has accomplished the mission. He's the one who says, I kept behind this man and this woman in their bickering, in their argumentation, in their raised voices, in their insult, Hatta until I separated between them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in fact, in the Quran, he says to us that the shaitan wants to remove our garments from us, not the garments that you and I wear here. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya Bani Adam, O mankind, be careful. Don't let the shaytan deceive you and remove from you the garments that you have adorned yourself. Adam alayhi salam as a consequence of his sin and disobeying Allah was separated from his wife for a section and a period of time. for you and I, it becomes necessary to develop the tools to armor ourselves. The Qur'an, my dear brother, my dear sister, is a manual and a compass and a map of positive relationships in our homes and in our families. Whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to teach us something complex that is necessary and it doesn't matter in which era in humanity, before the time of the Prophet, or in the times we live in today, or into the very distant future, if Allah gives that qadr, there is always going to be the necessity of how to relate to each other. So every Prophet, every messenger, every narrative that is in the Quran, that the lessons of morality and ethics, and civility, and worship, and obedience to Allah, is how it is reflected with those messengers and prophets in the relationships of their homes. You open the Qur'an, and you see in whatever construct of your family today, there is an example for you to take. You're a single father, you have the example of Lut you're a single mother, there's Maryam alayhasalam. You're an adopted son, there's Zaid, who was adopted by our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You're a cousin in faith with other family members, Yahya wa Isa. You're a righteous father, with an ignorant, rebellious, sinful son. وَنَادَى نُوحٌ يَا O oh, my beloved son, come back. You are a righteous woman under the back-breaking tyranny of a wretched man. Asiya would invoke her Lord in the darkness of the night. O oh Allah, build for me an abode in the heights of paradise. وَنَجِّنِي مِنْ فرعون. And save me from the ignorance and the evil and the transgression of Pharaoh. You're a righteous man who's been tested by a rebellious woman. Allah gives the example to the kuffar by mentioning the name of a prophet of Allah who is tested. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah Al-Tahreem, the example, لوت, The example of rebellion and ingratitude to Allah is in the example of the wives of Noah and Lut. They were in the custody of righteous, obedient servants of God but that did not disturb them or dissuade them or stop them from turning away from the path of Allah you're a righteous brother and you are Ishaq and Ismail walking a path of truth or you are a brother who is challenged with anger and envy and hatred for a crime you did not commit imagine imagine the sons of Prophets of God, the grandsons of Prophets of God, the great sons of Prophet Ibrahim conspire to nearly murder Yusuf In the household of prophethood, there could be sibling rivalry to such an extent. You open the Qur'an, and you say to yourself, Perhaps there is something, my, my life is different, my brother Yahya. No, 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 I'm different. I'm not like these stories. I can't find an example. I say, turn to the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You look into the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He married a woman who was older than him, wealthier than him, Khadija radiallahu anha wa He married a woman who was older than him, radiallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa an an ummahatil mu'mineen. He married a woman who couldn't converse in his language initially, Maria al qibtiyya who came and entered into faith. He married a woman who was from a different faith, different culture, who came from the people of Bani Israel, whose ancestry is Musa and Harun, Safiya bint Huyayin radhiyallahu anha. He married a woman who was younger than him, Aisha. Al-Humaira Radiallahu anha. He married a woman who was advanced in age, who no longer needed cohabitation. Sawda radiallahu anha. He married a woman who was very beautiful. He married women who were not necessarily that standard that everybody would covet for their beauty. He married a woman who had children with another man before him and loved that man in a way she refused all men's proposals. Even Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali radiallahu anhu. Umm Salama. There is a standard for you and I that if you find in the glimpses of the Qur'an to our limited understanding, we can't find what is relatable. You look to Muhammad sallallahu to complete the favor of Allah upon humanity. And in looking to the book of Allah, in looking to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, You find solutions to problems. And I want to give you just two things to think about before jilsatul istiraha. The story of Ibrahim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders Ibrahim alayhi salam to slaughter his son. And Allah calls out to him, وَنَادَيْنَاهُ أَنْ O Abraham, you have shown you are willing to do what is bitter. إِنَّ هَذَا الْبَلَاءُ الْمُبِينِ It was the great, most manifest test to be given to you. But I want you to step back to the father of Ibrahim. To the one who says to his son, If you don't stop calling me to worship one God, I will stone you to death. And get out of my sight, I never want to see you again. His father is the one who convinces his tribe and people to build a fire and throw him in it. And Allah calls the fire to be peaceful and clement upon Ibrahim. And in Allah testing Ibrahim with him having to do what his father was willing to do for him is the sunnah of life. My young man who is seated with me today. Wallahi ladi la ilaha As you challenge your father and mother, you will be challenged. Subhanallah. Could you imagine? Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam, Allah shows Ibrahim how much conviction his father had in his false deities that show your conviction in the tawheed of La ilaha illallah. And the test is the same. He was willing to put you in a fire. Show your obedience to me, Ibrahim. Subhanallah. As you live will be done to you. As you do will be done. And there is a parity and a complexity in the way that Allah has established natural laws of justice. No one escapes this world without accountability to Allah. The second example is the example of Nuh Salam. All of us are challenged. And after Jilsatul Istiraha, we will narrate from Surah Hud. The challenge and the observance and the success of Nuh, peace and blessings be upon him. Iqodu qauli haza wa astaghfirullah al-azimali walaqum. Alhamdulillahi wahda. Wa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiya bade. Muhammad ibn Abdullah If a person stands on a mimbar and takes a platform to advise people of halal and haram and good and bad and right and wrong and sunnah and bid'ah, and as the congregation are seated listening to him day after day, morning and night, and they look outside the window and the essence of him, the byproduct of his upbringing... His own elder son stands outside mocking him, disobeying him, contradicting him, moving past him. There is a natural conclusion from those in the audience that the people in the family may know more about him. His wife has left him, his son has abandoned him. And even with this, Nuh maintains the course of calling them to good. And I want you to know my dear brother, my dear sister who is challenged with a child or a relative or a brother or a sister or a father or a mother. Who have strayed from a sirat al-mustaqeem and has taken a subul and a tangent away. That you and I maintain an outstretched hand. That as Allah orders the earth to fracture and water to well up. And Allah says, Ya samā'u am'tiri, O heavens rain down your deluge. وَغِيضَ الْمَاءِ and water begins to swirl. وَتَجْرِي بِهِمْ فِي أَمْوَاجٍ كَالْجِبَالِ and they are set to sail in waves like mountains. نُوحٌ Noah calls out to his son. Subhanallah. As a Muslim, As a mu'min, as a father, as a mother, as a believer. No one is left behind. No one is above redemption. There is always an arm that is holding on. Come back. Ya bunay. Irkab ma'ana. He doesn't say, ya ibni. He says, ya bunay. A feminized virgin, the way a mother would speak. Oh my beloved, come. Come on the condition of redemption. Repentance. We don't change the haram to halal. We don't overlook the crime to sub- uh, substantiate it as truth. Ya ma'ana wa la takum ma'al and do not remain upon a path of ingratitude and disbelief to your maker. Even in that moment, his son continues to rebel. He's calling him. The ship is being overwhelmed with waves. And he will not let go, his father will not let go until the very end, until there is nothing left. And his son breaks free and says, ila Jabal." I don't need you, I will run up this mountain. My mind will save me, I don't need the spirit and the heart. No one will be saved. Illa Man Rahim. Except whom Allah's mercy, Iman, enters their heart. And the waves crashed between them. And he saw his son drown. My brother, do not ever let go. Do not ever stop your dua. Do not ever turn your back. Do not ever say he's too far, he can never come. Wallahi, your son, your daughter, your father, your brother, whoever it is in your heart that you find they have strayed from Allah, as long as there is a moment of breath that enters and exits their body, do not pull back, but do not delegitimize our deen. Ya Bunaya, my son, my beloved, come back the armor of love, the armor of mercy, the armor of family, the armor of community. May Allah strengthen us with the knowledge of the Qur'an. May Allah protect us with the sunnah of the beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah bless this community and masjid and its people. And may Allah raise from you Imams for the Ummah Allahumma amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us our sins. Those that are public and private. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring light into the hearts that have darkened. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn those who have turned away from him back to him, ya Allah. Ya Allah, there are those of us who have been challenged with hardship. Oh Allah, give us the ease, ya Allah. Oh Allah, we believe that after hardship and with it there is ease, ya Allah. Oh Allah, you are the one who promised us, inna ma'al usri yusriya, Allah, Allahum manzil al yusriya, Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to save and assist our brothers and sisters in harm's way around the ummah, ya Allah. Oh Allah, assist our brothers and sisters of the Rohingya and the Uyghur people, ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to favor the people of Aqsa and Ghazza, ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to accept those who have been killed without harm and reason, ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to protect those who have been fallen ill and unwell, ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to accept their shuhada and to give healing to those who have been harmed. Ya arhamar rahimeen, birahmatika ya akram al-akrameen. I ask you, ya Allah, ya Rahman ya Rahim, to send your choicest blessings upon our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Fa inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabiya. Ya Ayuhaladina This recording was produced by Green Lane Mushid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit WW dot org